Hey, plumbing bros, Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber here, and welcome to episode number 27 of Potty Talk Live, where I talk with plumbing professionals just like you all over this big, beautiful world of ours. In this episode, I speak with Mark Carrasco, plumbing service manager for Cathedral Plumbing out of Dallas, Texas. Now, Mark dropped some serious nuggets of gold on us, including some secrets to attracting quality employees and the most important thing that you can do to take your business to the next level. You don't want to miss this episode. Check it out. How you doing today? Welcome to This is Potty Talk Live. We can take it into the crawl spaces, the basements, the kitchens and baths all around the world to talk to plumbing pros just like you. Hey, I'm Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber, coming to you live from Command Central here in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we're going to be going shortly here to talk to a cool cat out of the Big D. The Big D, and I don't mean Dayton. For those of you from the Midwest here, Dayton, Ohio, and we're talking about the Big D, the Big D Dallas. All right, so look forward to talking to our special guest here. Before we bring him in and on, hey, I got something for you here. If you're a guy that's looking to do your own thing, all right, you got your plumbing license, you got your, you, know, you got your plumbing truck, and you got your plumbing dream, and you're ready to take over the plumbing world, hey, there's some things you got to know, all right, and I want to get it into your hands, all right, I want you to know these things, all right, I want you to get my free report, the seven must knows to be a million dollar plumber, all right, and the key word there was free, all right, it's free, no strings attached, there's no cash, no, nothing like that, it's free to you, but you've got to know these seven things, all right, so the seven must knows to be a million dollar plumber, simply type in free in the comments, that's F-R-E-E, -E, and I'll get that report right out to you, all right, just do it, all right, you've got to know these things, if you're taking, uh, if you're serious about doing your own thing, um, you, you got to know these things to start with, all right? So the seven must-knows to be a million-dollar plumber. Type free in the comments, and I'll get that right out to you. All right, hey, let's get our guest on. I'm anxious to get our guest on here. We got a cool cat out of Dallas, Dallas, Texas, Mr. Mark Carrasco with Cathedral Plumbing. Hey, Mark, how you doing, man? Good. How about yourself? Hey, good, good, good. Good to good. see you. So like how, how are things in the, the big D? Today. Things are going, man. It's a great market. We're excited. And yeah. Now that the ice storms are over, we're, we're starting to do some plumbing again. Ice storms in Dallas? For real? Nobody knows that. It's like the long secret of this part of the country. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, so yet ice storms here. Well, I guess I was just looking at the map, sweetheart. I was just looking at the map. Yeah, they have some kind of cold front coming through, mm -hmm. whatever. Here. So I must have hit. Yeah. Is that, is that common there in Dallas? I'm sorry. We're yeah. kind of going off the, yeah. the cuff here, but that kind of strikes Yeah, no, me. it is. Yeah, it's actually, uh, I, I just moved here in January. We used to live here before, but I moved back here in January, took a job offer with this company. And okay. I got here, it was uh, six degrees the first week and uh, ice storms and it was cold as heck. Really? I, I moved from Phoenix, so my blood's not used to that kind of yeah, thing. I, I I can't imagine that because the last time that, that we were in Dallas when we were in oh, Dallas with the yeah with the lovely Laura here mm -hmm. it was in August and I thought oh. we were gonna die. Yeah. I I loved it. I loved the area. One extreme but, uh, to the other, man. Oh man, but it was it was blazing hot, mm -hmm. you know. But but cool. All right, man. So yeah, well you're with Cathedral Plumbing. So what is uh, what do you do with Cathedral Plumbing? So we just launched a service department. We're we're one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, new construction company here in Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, we'll do about 50 million in new construction this year, residential, and uh, 
man, just trying to, he wanted, you know, the owners have been a great friend of mine for about 10 years. Um, he knows that that new construction market isn't going to hold out forever. So he wants to be prepared. We launched the service department in January of this year. Uh, we're at five plumbers right now and one sales guy. So we're All right. fast and uh, we plan on being at 10 guys by the end of this year. There we go. Dedicated. You're doing it. Jumping in. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, people, you know, honestly, I, I love all aspects of plumbing. Done, I've done it all. Um, but uh, service, in, in my opinion, that's when I, I've been the most successful is, is with service. Sure. And, um, you know, there's it's immediate cash flow, lots of customers, <laughs> and, you know, it's just, just different. So It is, so. and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm like you. I only know service. I don't know any part of our new construction side. But I've learned a lot, to be honest with you, in this first three months. I mean, they get paid weekly. I didn't know that. I thought it was 45, 60, 90 days out. And yeah. Our, our, actually, our builders pay us weekly. Really? I was, yeah, I was surprised. I was, I was blown away to hear some of these things that on the service side, you never know or think about, you know? So, yeah. so you know, someone set something up pretty good there. That, that's not the common thing, you know, no, know. On, on the building side of things. because he's, he's got a strong business model. There we go. That, cash is king, ain't it? Cash right. is king. So what's uh, – so is your favorite service or, you know, what, what kind of service you like to do? What, what's Well, from the manager standpoint now, I mean, I, anything high margin job, right? So there we go. Affairs, <laughs> right. lab leaks. Uh, yeah. I hear a lot of guys say water heaters and I cringe, you know, I, I want the high margin jobs as Even a higher. manager and, and high close percentage jobs. So I, I try to get in the ground as much as I can. And whether that's a slab leak or a sewer line, those are all great calls for me. Oh, man. It's bringing back some memories here. In fact, I just spoke with a little buddy, a uh, buddy of mine, a little buddy, a little earlier, and just spent a day on a slab leak. And it just, uh, it went a little rough on them, but, uh, but it, it, it just, all right, there's good margins in that kind of work, you know, if you price them out right. So sure. I, are you are you a flat rate guy or? I am, you, yes. Yeah. Yep. No, we're flat rate company, yep. Yep, and a true flat rate company too. I mean, we, we manage mm -hmm. our efficiencies and we manage a lot of those things that, that the true flat rate companies around the country are actually watching. We, mm -hmm. we go off a billable hour. We don't just put a, a price up in front of the customer. So we're a true flat rate company. We, we don't pay commission. We pay billable hours uh, plus a spiff. So okay. we, tend to, we tend to follow the traditional flat rate system. Yep. There we go. So what would you, what advice would you have? Um, you know, we were talking in the green room before we started here and, you know, I'm talking with some, some young guns who are just starting out and they're, you know, can, Considering whether to go time and material or flat rate, you know what? In your experience, what what advice do you have to that you can lay out there to, to tell them what kind of some simply how to consider the two? So, technically, a, a flat rate company ends up being cheaper than a time and material company. They just don't know that. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that time and material companies they don't charge for all of their, you know, uh, unpredictable time. Sorry about that. My daughter just called right in the middle of this. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of unpredictable time is what I like. Oh, all of the, the the travel time, the collecting your collecting your inventory, right? Turning in paperwork. There's you could go to a service call. You could spend ten minutes with the customer, or you could spend two hours. So you can't predict that time. And uh, if, if a true time and material company was charging for all of that unbillable time, they actually would end up being more expensive than a flat rate company. Mm -hmm. uh, the flat right. rate really protects the homeowner, protects the company. 
Uh, that's that's the ways. That's why we chose to do it. But the problem with the time material guys is they really only charge for the time that they pull the tools off their truck, and then no one ends up paying for all of that unpredictable time. And they end up being cheaper, but that's only because they're not charging for all the things that they need to be charging for. Exactly. Well said, guys. Hope you're listening. Mark just laid out, um, you know, a pretty big uh, nugget of gold right there for us. You know, 95 percent, you know, when I talk to these guys, 95 percent of all plumbing businesses fail within the first three years. And it's not because the guys aren't good. I mean, no. I, there's amazing guys that just look at plumbing and it fixes itself, you know, because they're scared. They're you know? plumbers than me. I'm sure. Right. I mean, I, I know I know that, you know, we've all we met those guys and um, and uh, it's, it's the they just don't know the business side of things. These these kinds of things, you know, losing money, not not accounting for all their time, all their expenses. And that stuff will just kill you, you know, yep. you know, you know, there's there's if there's there's a lot of inefficiencies in the service side that that you really have to manage. There's more you 66, 65, 70 percent of your day is inefficient time. And you right. focus on that 30 percent of the time. And you're really missing the boat on the majority of your day that that is inefficient time. And it's a killer, man. man it's, right, that, that clock is still always the you know the clock is still ticking. You know, right. and, and, and you know, and you're still paying for that uh, fuel bill and the, the electric bill. Correct. You know, and, and even your own salary that that you know that kind of stuff. So, man, that that is so right. Man, good good information there. So, well, what's your? Um, you've been around the block, so you've seen some things. You know, we were talking. You've seen some things. You know, give us a story, you know, tell us, uh, you know, something crazy that you've seen or something that you thought you were just was going to just eat you up. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? I> mean, <laughs> oh, geez. It's just uh, there's so many of those crazy stories. I mean, yeah. some of the some of the worst. I mean, I, I moved here to Dallas in uh, 06 and I lived here for eight years. And I'll tell you, man, plumbing in the part of the country that you live in. I respect you guys a lot because. The short time that I live in a cold part of the country and fixing broken water mains out, you know, New Year's Eve and it's it's 17 degrees outside is not it's not what I had signed up for originally when I was a kid. So uh, you guys you guys have a tough job up in that part of the country that you live in, man. Hey, they, everyone's got a tough, you know, I, I don't know how these guys I talk to you guys that work down on that heat. Yeah. And so far, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> you know, that's a, a heat about this, you know, killed me. So, you know, yeah, certainly no matter where you're at, you know, you talk to the guys, I got, got our Aussie brothers, you know, you hear stuff from them and I don't know how they live with the critters and that kind of stuff. And, yeah. you know, and, and just uh, all over, you know, pl yeah, plumbing can be rough wherever, you know, where, it where is. I'll tell you probably the, the most surprising thing recently is in this part of the country, because of the foundation issues, you can't, you can't jackhammer a slab and reroute it. Uh, it just doesn't, that doesn't work here. Uh, mm. You can't reroute it as easily because there's freezing issues up in the attic. So what they do is they dig a four foot by four foot by four foot deep hole on the outside of the house and they dig a tunnel. They literally dig a, a three foot by three foot wide tunnel all the way into the house to fix a slab leak. So you really? literally could, you could go 40 feet into this house to fix a slab leak and it's three days of digging and it's 15 minutes of work and then another two days to put all the soil back. So oh my the so there, thing I've ever seen. So there, that is pretty good. You know, I bet there's some good margins in that. So I could see what you're a lot of labor. So, yeah, that's a uh, hey, just a, just an inside little question there. Does uh, insurance cover like in our area? 
Uh, you know, insurance will cover everything except the, the exact plumbing repair. So, you know, a slab leak takes us about a day. You know, yeah. it depends on where it's at. Mm -hmm. But insurance will cover the locate, you know, jackhammering the things up. You know, material, you know, cleaning, you know, the cleanup, cement, all that kind of stuff. But everything except, you know, replacing the section of pipe or whatever, doing the repair, which is, you know, is not the, it's a little part of the job. It is. Is, is it that kind of the same way there? It is. It's the same here. So the insurance companies got smart years ago and they, you know, there's, there's a lot more loopholes for them to get out of covering slab leaks now. Uh, huh, okay. When they do cover them, we, it's pretty much the exact same coverage that you're talking about. So, okay. it, we you, uh, a slab leak here could be fifteen thousand bucks. In, Man, in just uh, and they pay for all that excavation and putting the soil back. So, it's not it's not uncommon to have a fifteen seventeen thousand dollars slab leak repair. Okay, I I, I I see why now you got me stuttering. I, I see why now you're like, like <laughs> okay, I get it. All right, man. So, all right, hey. Um, let me see uh, what what else we have here. Um, kind of got me off uh, off my track here a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got I got to think. <laughs> you, you want to start another plumbing? Company? I know. I was just thinking. I was I was going to come up with some kind of you know snarky to say, and my wife's laughing at me because she caught me thinking. You know what I was looking like, man. You know, you I know already, I, I know, already ordered a moving truck. I can right. <laughs> I would be Mr. Slab Leak Plumber, you know. <laughs> so there's some news for you guys right there. All right. Hey, on that, let's get back on track. Hey, what has you, uh, I'm kind of blushing a little bit here. I'm feeling the heat a little bit because I was actually thinking I need to get back into that, you know. Yeah. I, I, could, I could do that all day long. So, all right. Hey, yeah. What's that? I don't like the Cowboys. You don't like the Cowboys? Mm -hmm. You know, the lovely Laura says she doesn't like the Cowboys, so uh, we're not, oh, we're not, uh, we're not, sorry. We, we, we just lost fans. Die diehard. <laughs> okay, there we go. My daughter right. too, man, I'll tell you. Oh, man. <laughs> you either so, love them or hate them, so I'm okay with that. So, hey, we got a question here. That's true. That's what, um, Josh asks, uh, do you, do you shore the, uh, the tunnels, you know, sounds yes. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, there is, there is some, some safety. Yeah, you got to use some, uh. You use uh, some confined space equipment that we that we use down in there. So we're blowing air. You have air monitors. Uh, the soil here is just different, man. It, mm -hmm. It's a, it's almost like a clay type material. It won't collapse it. When you pull a shovel of dirt out of the soil, it comes out in a big chunk about the size of a bowling ball. Okay. Um, it's real hard to recompact, but it's a, it's a real clay material and it's pretty mm. secure in there. I thought people were crazy the first time I saw it. I didn't want to jump in, and then you you, do, you get comfortable and <laughs> you learn you learn how to crawl through these tunnels. You put on fishing waders, you know, because if they're if they're full of sewage, because you do the same thing for sewer lines. Yeah, you put on uh, fishing waders and you go to work, man. So, well, I guess they you know don't call it the big D for nothing. I mean, you boys are yeah getting her done. They All right, man. Big, yeah. All right, yo, okay. Chris has something snarky to ask here. How's Andrew Luck doing? All right, I know. Okay. All right. That's right. Okay. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Hey, man, what has you fired up about uh, our industry, the plumbing industry? Man, I'll plumbing tell you home. what. Uh, most of the country went through a boom, right, in 2003, 4, 5, and 6. Mm -hmm. And I'm super pumped up that those those houses are all now starting to be dumped into the service market. So, you know, in, in areas that right. boomed, uh, if you are not marketing heavily in those areas, you're missing the boat, man. There's uh, 
those water heaters are now starting to be replaced. Those toilets are having issues. Uh, yep. Most people hate the, you know, the volume builders fixtures that were installed. And, you know, there's those, there's those three or four things that every customer hates about, uh, about those big you know, track homes, if you want, if you will. Right. All those houses are being dumped into our service market right now. And there's a huge opportunity where we're really zoning in our marketing into those areas strategically for like was just posted tankless, right? Right. Water yep. replacement. Um, all those things right now, you can marketing is super easy right now. If you can't survive with marketing in this in this industry today, you're just missing the boat, man. You can really target your marketing and narrow it down to specific areas for specific jobs. And it's easy. Oh, man, you ain't kidding. You know, I'm, I'm old school. We, we come from the old times. You know, there used to be this thing called the the the, old, the yellow pages, you know, I think I heard this, this big book or whatever. And we, we come from those, you know, those prehistoric times. Yeah. 18,000 bucks for two pages. You are, you got it right <laughs> on the head. Oh, man. You know, you know how many toilet repairs you had to do just to pay yeah. for that? I mean, yeah. it was crazy. But uh, you're so right, man. I uh, hope you young guns are listening or even you guys that are, you know, are looking to do your, your thing. And it's so right. It's just you just got to, you know, you just got to learn the process, learn how to do it. And, um, you know, um, it's just a process, and the opportunity is there. We call it around here. We call it the ten-year plumbing curse, and you, you hit a nail on the head. You know, all those track homes, all that stuff is going bad. And you know, in thirty years of being around this, by the way, I, I you know, I, I kind of say this all the time. My wife already knows where I'm going. You know, she's because I always say, no one wakes up in the morning and wants to call a plumber. You know, yeah. we're not we're not delivering pizzas or flowers. And so when I, when I hear you say it's easy, it is, it, it, it is easy, but you're going to get into the customers are going to say no, you know, th that kind of stuff. But, but they, they, they need and want to get it done. And it's just a matter of learning how to communicate with them. And, and so it's a huge opportunity right now for us. I mean, there was about 80,000 homes built in my market in that three years. Um, so it's just a market on top of the, all the water heaters and, and service recalls that were already available, you're dumping another 100,000 homes into the market. It's huge, man. Right. Uh, hire a marketing coach because most plumbers aren't good at, at marketing. So hire a marketing coach and zone in, target your markets, find two or three things that that are in that area, and, and you will do well. Yeah, it's, it is. That's that's it. It is that simple. Hey, we got a question here for you. Um, you know, how are you finding good Texas plumbers? Well, we have licensing laws here, so it's really hard. We do, uh, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of things different than our competition. Um, for one, we're apprenticeships. Everybody's got to start some sort of an apprenticeship program. You have to. Yeah. I, Listen, I mean, that's I mean, so true. There we go. Easier to yep. find, and, and I read on a lot of these social media pages that, you know, how do you find good apprentices, man? I, right. I'll tell you what, I, I managed a company in Phoenix. We had uh, we had 73 plumbers when I left in December. Uh, we were doing about uh, $26 million in plumbing and water treatment. I had five, I rotating five uh, apprentices throughout the year, every year. We we're rotating them in and out. I never left with less than five apprentices. If I If one graduated and became a service plumber, we hired another one. Um, so that's one, that's one thing it, that's expensive though. So the small guys can't really do that. Um, but you really need to, you need to be doing something different. I, I see these five, $6,000 sign on bonuses people are offering. I've seen 10,000 in my market. I'm not a fan mm -hmm. of it. I hired five guys in two months and a salesman 
and I didn't pay not one of them a sign-on bonus. You got to be different. I mean, you got to be a place that people want to work. Um, one of the things that we've got some resources with our new construction side, but we're building a breakfast bar outside outside of our uh, facility. And uh, all of our subcontractors and all of our employees are going to be able to eat breakfast Monday through Friday for free. We've already hired a cook. Uh, permits have been submitted. And, you know, this, just trying to do something different than everybody else is doing. It's really what it boils down to. But they got to trust you. You got to trust you as a manager, as an owner. If they don't trust you, it doesn't matter how much you pay them. They're not coming over. Hmm. Um, do what you say you're going to do. Follow through with what you say you're going to do. Um, you know, be, be that place that people want to work give good health benefits. Uh, but it's a long process, man. Recruiting is a full-time job. You, you those bigger yeah. companies have full-time recruiters. So if you're a two or three truck company, you're going up against somebody that you're recruiting two or three hours a day. Somebody else is doing a 12. So, uh, it's a, you've got to, you've got to find a different angle in my opinion, man. You're so right. Hey guys, I hope you, you, you just got, man, you, you just got, uh, you just got schooled right there. Find, find the word. You know, you're, you're so right, man. Um, you got to find a different, um, a different angle. And it's not hard, you know, you know, you know on all these, these sites here, we hear the same thing. That's the big concern. How do I find good guys, good guys? Well, first of all, you got to know what kind of guy you're looking at, you're looking for. You know, if you're just, if you're just looking to hire a warm body, which you know, we kind of, we've all maybe all been there. You get in that kind of desperate situation. You feel desperate. Mm-hmm. And you know, that, that's a, one of the worst mistakes you could ever make. Um, then you try to play, you know, you try to buy the talent. Well, you know, that doesn't work. That doesn't work either. You know, it, you have to grow it within, you got to create an environment. Um, you know, we went, you know, we're talking with guys and this is, uh, you know, I guess this is, you know, my, my thing is I have a, I have a love for the, the, you know, the small guys and, and quite frankly, 98% of all plumbing companies are the, you know, mom and pop shops. I mean, that, that's what they are. And so I, my heart goes there. I get it. That's where I came from. I came from the kitchen table. We started from the kitchen table. Isn't that right, sweetheart? All right. We grew it in something pretty big. And, you know, you ride that ride and, you know, so get that. And it's been that way forever. It's, it's, no, it's never going to change. We can talk about millennials and, yeah, there's a different way of communicating and blah, blah, blah. But it's, it's always been the same same story. You got to find, they just like, you know, Mark, rather, what, what you just said about, um, uh, you know, making it want, want to work for you and trust you in an environment. You know, a small shop can't afford to put in a breakfast bar. That's a cool thing. <laughs> like that. You know, no, I'll, they can't. But I'll, there's a lot of but, things they can do. You know, it, right? It, it boils down to money. If your pricing's right, you can afford to do little things that are important to the guys. I mean, it. Like I've worked in, I've worked in big shops. We, we had over 300 service technicians at my last company in Phoenix, yeah. and uh, a, a small percentage of them you know, did health benefits and 401k and, and that stuff. It, the majority didn't do it. Right. Although, although it was available to them, they care more about the little things and they do that they do about those big things. So at the end of the day, a small company can afford to do those little things. If you're just pricing your services, right? There we go. And that's what you hit on. That's what I kind of jumping at the bit there, the whole, you know, pricing your services correctly. And it goes back to what, what you mentioned earlier about, you know, most guys are just charging for the, you know, 30% of the time that they're doing the work. Uh, right. You, you got to figure these kind of expenses in, into your, your pricing. And right. you do that, you know, you, you can get it. You can, you can afford these guys. You can have a, uh, bring an apprentice on that, you know, you're paying them hourly. That's not able to do everything, but you're working them into your system and, you know, that kind of a thing. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Hey man, good stuff there, man. I hope you guys are listening. This is a good one, you know? So, um, 
Hey, appreciate it. Hey, hey, we're going to give a, uh, you get ready to uh, come back for the, the lightning round, okay? Okay. We'll give enough. you a little break here. Here, and I'm going to talk to the guys here just a quick moment here. Hey, this is great. Uh, there's great stuff here. Look, you know, it comes down to this. You know, you can either continue to do things the way you're doing it and just kind of hoping and praying or, or just kind of blood sweating and tearing it, you know, or just fighting it, making it, you know, trying to make it happen and, you know, spending, you know, all the, the extra money and the lost time and, um, you know, going through those, those kinds of hassles or, or you can, you can bring someone on. I believe even, um, you know, I believe Mark even mentioned, you know, having a, having a coach, someone else who's been there. Well, you know, that's what I do. We'll get to the bottom line here. That, that's what I do here. I've been in the industry for 30 years. As I mentioned, I started my business literally from the kitchen table and uh, grew it into a rather big, uh, uh, big operation and sold it for a lot of money. Didn't we, sweetheart? <laughs> and, and now we just have a heart. We have a heart for, uh, you know, just the, the, the smaller shops that, that want to do the same kind of thing. But look, there's just um, you can save yourself a lot of pain by bringing on a coach, even someone like a Michael Jordan, you know, the greatest basketball player of all time, you know, used coaches, um, Tiger Woods, you can, you, you name the pros and, and the top business people use, use coaches. All right. So I've opened up slots into my uh, private coaching. Um, and, you know, if you're, if you're looking to, um, you know, you want to bypass those years of pain and, and uh, frustration and, and looking to just kind of, you know, get ahead on things, you know, it's not rocket science, but you just, you need to learn it, all right? Uh, simply uh, type 15 in the comments. That's uh, number 151515. And um, I'll get the information to you. We'll set up a free 15-minute consultation, have a conversation, and uh, see if we're, um, you know, we're, we're meant to hook up, all right? And just have a, nothing uh, nothing scary. We'll just find out where you're at, uh, where you want to go, and, and uh, what we can do about it, all right? So there you go. Type 15 in the comments, and we'll get you set up for your 15-minute uh, free consultation. All right. Hey, guys, let's bring Mark back on. All right. Hey, Mark, you ready? I gave you enough I'm time. Ready. There was probably more than 30 seconds here. I got on a little bit of a ramble. But uh, you ready for the lightning round? I am. All right, man. Here we go. I'll, I'll start off easy for you, okay? Okay. All right. Residential or commercial? Residential. Yeah, that's right, brother. <laughs> right. Even though it sounds like you got a, sounds like you really have a, a strong uh, commercial side going. Not a commercial, but that it's, but it's um, new construction or whatever. You Maybe do some. It's all residential yeah. still, though. It's, it's, yeah. uh, but yeah, there's, there's a certain, there's a certain sense of accomplishment at the end of the day when you go home and that homeowner that their day was ruined when they woke up and you just somehow made it better. You know, there's, I know. it's a good feeling. So. That is a good fit. That's that's why I hear all over, you know, literally all over the world. I mean, it is that thing that that feeling about service, you know, is just yeah. uh, how, how the homeowner feels, even though they weren't so happy necessarily to see you or really want you in the morning or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, you got it taken care of. All right, let's move on here. Solder fitting or shark bite? You know, uh, I think they both <laughs> have their application in the industry. Uh, I'm a solder guy personally, but. I've found honestly that uh, shark bites a great fitting if it's applied right. The problem is most of the time it's not installed properly. But yep. um, we carry shark bites on our truck for emergency repairs. Just uh, you know, so we try not to use a long-term fix. I but know. We, we part of our inventory. I know it's it's it is a good um, emergency fix if it's done correctly. And you know, I have I have it in there just because it is kind of that one of those questions that kind of. 
you know, guys have an opinion about either way, kind of strong. So it's kind of a fun one there. All right. I, I think yeah, I know. No, they do. Crawl space or slab? Man, I like slab. It's where they, I mean, it <laughs> right. creates a lot of money opportunities. Crawl space good. is too easy to fix. I, <laughs> I got you, man. Hey, all right. Here, here, This is an important one. Gladiator or Braveheart? Yeah, I think uh, yeah. we talked a little bit about this earlier. Uh, man, I'm not a movie guy, so I went a... with Gladiator for one reason. And I... right. What's that? What What is that? For what reason? So I, I went with Gladiator for one reason. It's, and the only reason, I got to be honest, is because it grossed over $20 million more than Braveheart <laughs> right. is. So I'm a revenue guy, so I went there with we revenue. It has to be better, right? That's right. There we go. There, there's some proof there that it's not just all about plumbing. It's the plumbing business, too. There's, the business side is very important. All right. Very I've honestly, good. I've honestly never seen both movies, but I did all do right. my homework. All right, man. Well, it's a good. Hey, we, hey, we're here to get to know you. What, what are you into? You're not in the movies or whatever. What, what do you like to do when you're not um, saving Dallas? Well, I mean, when I was when in Arizona, there's a lot of outdoor stuff to do. So we, we did a lot of off-roading stuff, went to the sand dunes yeah. in California. And my family, we camp a lot. And Yeah? Uh, yeah, we just do cool. sports. My daughter's pretty heavy in a competitive cheer, so we travel all over the country. Oh, yeah. Cheer, and uh, so that's that's pretty much our life. We have one, one daughter. She's 13, and I think our life revolves around cheer now. We get that. Okay. I can, yeah, I, I know where you're at. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're okay. Right. yeah I know where you're at. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You, yeah, you are concerned about, uh, yeah. Revenue, you know, you're paying for cheer and that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that exactly. Kind of, right. exactly. Right. Gotcha. We're on the same page. Yep. We're there. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, Milwaukee or DeWalt? I like Milwaukee. I think they're, they've, uh, put a pretty good footprint into the industry. Um, so, so, you know, it's just uh, only for that reason, to be honest with you. I think they're both great products, but uh, I think Milwaukee's doing a much better job of, uh, you know, marketing and putting their footprint down right now. That's what it seems okay. like. Yep. I hear you. All right. Adjustable wrench or channel locks? And channel locks is pretty much the, you know, that's the go-to tool, it seems like, in the toolbox at least. Yep. That's what was always in my back pocket. All right, here we go. Yep. Um, general or rigid? Um, you know, we, we're using rigid right now. Uh, it seems to be a good product. That's I inherited what they were, what they already had on some of the, you know, in the shop. So um, normally I've been a Spartan or Gorlitz guy, but uh, rigid yeah. seems to be a good product. That's what we're rolling out with right now. All right, man. How much of your, uh, you do much drain work there? Just uh, kind of off the cuff. You do. I, I said, do you do much uh, drain work? You do much? Uh... Yeah, yeah, we try to. I like drain work a lot. I, I, like I said earlier, it's a pretty high margin job. If you can yeah. get in the ground, uh, I love drains. Um, you know, worked at Rotor Rooter for a long time and uh, just a huge moment. I was a service tech, uh, you know, a commission. You, you just you like those high commission jobs. It's all labor. So I, I got go. That's kind of how I inherited that. Honestly, there we go. Another good uh, nugget of gold there for you guys. All right. Hey, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Say that again. 
If you had a superpower, what would it be? I would want to fly. You want to fly? All right. (laughs) I've lived in cities. The traffic sucks, man. I want to fly. All right. We got another brother flyer here. That's what, that's mine here. Isn't that right, sweetheart? I'd I'd be flying, you know? All right. (laughs) Plus, plus I could increase my efficiency. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. Get more to the bottom line. All right. I like it. All right. Hey, what's your favorite on-the-job music? You know, I'm a I'm a sports radio. I mean, I'm a sports talk radio, so that's that's always been my deal. Like, talk. Try to keep up with sports and with busy life, you don't get a whole lot of chance to catch up. So, even in the truck driving around, that's sports talk radio seems that's to be it. my go-to. Okay, there we go. I get it. I get it. All right. Hey. What's um, um just kind of more on the, on the change it up or a little bit here is um you know what's a good piece of advice? What's your the best advice that you've ever received that you like to share with the guys? You know I'd uh, I'd started a plumbing company back in uh, 2013 and uh, and I was first year in and uh, my mentor that I actually work for now good friend and mentor of mine. Uh, told me to go get a business coach, and I couldn't understand why. I mean, why would he? Why would I want to get a business coach? I mean, he's not going to teach me how to plumb. He's not necessarily going to teach me how to do business better. Uh, I felt like I had it pretty well under wraps and my pricing mm. right. Um, but what he told me was, Mark, this guy will hold you accountable for <laughs> your goals. He's like, you, you're going to get so embedded in running the plumbing company. You're not going to hold yourself accountable for those end-of-the-year goals that you're striving for. You need somebody every week to, to make sure that you're on track, uh, mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, if, if you hit a speed bump in the road, what's the fastest way to, to overcome that? So, I mean, my biggest advice personally is, is get a business coach that, that has been there, that specializes in your industry, and uh, he'll hold you accountable for reaching those goals because nobody else will. As the owner, you don't have anybody to answer to. Um, if you fall mm-hmm. short, you won't know that till December, and then it's too late. Exactly. Well, I'm I'm a little um, I get, what's the word, sweetheart? I'm a little biased. what? Biased? Yeah, I'm a little biased with that because that's you know that's that's what's on my heart. You know, the second part of my life, uh, that's what I do. So I, I most certainly agree with you. I think that's great advice. Um, um, because, uh, you know, as we're talking, I, I think I, you know, I even mentioned it here in my, my little commercial, I've, I've opened up spots in my, my business coaching and, um, private coaching and, you know, 95% of all plumbing businesses fail within the first three years. And it's not because they're not good plumbers, um, or even when they do the work they don't have some customers that love them. It's the business side of things. And, and frankly, we just weren't trained at that. You know, and it's just um, and the accountability is a big thing. You know, I talk about that. Look, you know, I, I, I tell my, my clients, you know, and that's what they are is clients. Look, I'm, I'm not your friend. We're going to be friendly, but I'm not your friend. I'm your coach. You know, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here to look at your game and we're yeah. going to have honest conversations. So, um, yeah, that's great, great advice there. But again, I'm a little biased. <laughs> No, you are. And I mean, honestly, it was a game changer for me. I I ran that company for three years and I was able to sell it to the large, one of the largest service companies in the country. Uh, Mm -hmm. They, they saw our fast growth and they came to me and said, we want to buy you out. The company wasn't for sale. 
Uh, I actually left that meeting and said, you know, I'm not really that interested, but thanks. Um, I knew the COO of the company for about 15 years. And uh, he had saw that we were using a nationally recognized coaching uh, company. And he liked that about our model. And mm -hmm. uh, for the most part, I think that's what attracted him to want to buy us out. So, yep. It's, uh, that's, you know, some of the things I learned was from, um, you know, a business coach. And uh, it set our company up to have that look and the systems in place. And, and um, of course, I have... Uh, um, the lovely Laura, my wife over here, as well, she, we were in the business together and uh, she was part of all that and set the systems up as well and worked with that. So it, it does make a difference and it made a difference for us. And it certainly took our business from the, the kitchen table to, you know, something that uh, we were able to not only make a very good living off of, but um, we're able to sell. You know, so, yeah. yeah I, think, I think people look at it the wrong way. I mean, they, they look at it as a business coach, as a failure. Like, well, I need to get a business coach or I'm not going to survive. And it really, they're not really looking at the real reason why you need a coach. You know, this mm -hmm. industry is changing faster than we can keep up with as one person, especially if you're out in the field working. You can't possibly keep up with all the changes in marketing and, and pricing and uh, you know, mm -hmm. all the dynamics of how this industry changes every week, every month. And the business coach, that's his job to do it. You know, it's it, if you I've found personally that and I went through this same mindset with myself was, you know, is this does this say that I'm going to fail if I don't get a business coach? Am I failing at my business if I don't hire somebody to coach me? Hmm. Um, it's the wrong mentality, man. There's right. so many other benefits to having a business coach. You just got to do your homework, find the right one. Right. It's a personality thing. What works with you? Yep. It's, it's all that kind of a thing. So, man, great, great advice there. All right, Mark, man, it's been a great, uh, it's been a great potty talk live, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Hey, I'm happy. Yeah. It was fun. You know, I hope you, Hey, you guys are listening up there. Mark had a, a lot of, uh, a lot of great advice, some, uh, great big nuggets of gold here. And, um, again, you know, we have, um, Mark here is, um, um, the service manager with Cathedral Plumbing out of the Big D, Dallas, Texas. All right, Mark. Hey, again, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, and um, hang in there, down there, and uh, look forward to speaking with you again sometime. All right, man? All right, talk to you soon, man. Take All right. care. Take care. All right, hey, there we go. Mr. Mark Roscoe of Cathedral Plumbing. All right, man, a great, uh, hey, a lot of great information there for you guys. All right, so, hey, if you'd love to be on Potty Talk Live, I'd love to have you on Potty Talk Live, too. All right? Love to have you on the show here. Uh, get to know you. Um, have you share your nuggets of gold. And um, you see it's a good time here. So it's, it's, it's easy to get on the show here. Um, only uh, one qualification here. You need to be a plumber. All right? Or in the plumbing industry. But uh, simply go to www.pottytalklive.com and um, click on the... Um, be my guest link and uh, answer a couple questions here and follow up with you and we'll get you on the show. All right. Hey, there we go. Also, hey, I want to get my free report in your hands. All right. Seven must knows to be a million dollar plumber. All right. Simply type free in the comments and uh, we'll get that out into your hands. All right. Free. It's free. All right. F-R-E-E. -E. And uh, would love to... Um, I'd love to get that in your hands. You need to know those seven must-knows. And also, again, uh, a little commercial here. We were talking about business coaching. Um, you know, that's what I do now. And uh, I've opened up some spots and would love to uh, see if um, 
you know, we, we could work out and do some uh, great things together, all right? I'm offering up a free 15-minute consultation. If you'd like that, interested in just kind of see where that could go and what that's all about, um, it's nothing scary, check it out, all right? Business coaching is not for everyone, um, but for, um, for a lot of us, it, it, it helped, and it may help you as well. So, um, But we have a free consultation, and if you'll type in uh, number 15, that's uh, 15 in the comments, I'll get that information over to you, and uh, we can get you set up for your free 15-minute consultation. There we go. All right, gang, that's about uh, about time to flush this episode of Potty Talk Live. All right, so as always, hey, I want you to remember that you were purposefully and wonderfully created, all right? And you were created to do great things, all right? So when you're out there, as always, come like a champion. We'll see you next time.